Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 105 at Edmonton Hour number two, Oilers Now. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. And the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at Digitex.ca. Reminder, coming up this fall, you can join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti. And by the way, did the folks at New West Travel did they get great guests in Nashville? I think they did. Uh, anyways, Dennis Laliberti, the president of New West Travel, with a trip to Italy and Greece, spectacular 16-day holiday, nine-day uh, tour of Italy, stops in Rome, Florence, and Venice, daily guided tours. Then you board the NCL Cruise Lines for a spectacular seven-night Greek island cruise, including uh, meals, nightly entertainment, and uh, private sunset dinner in Gorgeous Santorini. Plus, parking at the Valley Park at the Edmonton International Airport. They're about 50% sold out on this trip. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. One of my favorite movies of all time. Back in the 80s. Out of of Greece. Summer Lovers with Daryl Hannah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Good movie back in the day. Must uh, see viewing, Bob. Daryl Hannah, huh? Well, if you like... Always had a thing for people named Daryl, haven't you? Well, you know, Mark, you, you you can't help yourself, you know. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know, my friend. Uh, you can text us at 630-630 at our Heartland Ford text line. Well, I mean, what's wrong with Daryl Hannah? You didn't like her in Splash? Nothing wrong with Daryl Hannah, man. Uh, Stafford Inspector again brought to you uh, at least this week for Horse Racing Alberta, who remind you the new Century Mile Racetrack and Casino opens April the 1st. I want to get to a couple texts. We're also going to tell you the guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table. We'll get to Leon Drysaddle in a second. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Uh, 
Bob, can you explain Spectre's prediction, Detroit in three? Was it not a best of uh, seven? Yes, Mark's never been really good at math. Uh, math has been hard for Mark, which is why he defers to other when it comes to uh, understanding salary cap management. Trucker Dave says, Bob, 14-2 uh, to, to get in the playoffs from Trucker Dave. Well, if they go 14-2, they'll get in the playoffs. Jared from Barhead. It's funny, those Finns. Uh, Koskinen has an identical attitude. Uh, where did the text go? It recalibrated to Kimi Raikkonen in Formula One. Very calm and always wants to do better. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm not the biggest F1 fan. I defer to Kevin Quinn on uh, F1. He's the F1 guy. Andy says, uh, hey, Bob, uh, Speck, and Brendan, we don't need a shiny new GM with new, uh, big plans and a fancy new hockey philosophy. We need pieces to complement our core players. We need third and fourth line muckers and grinders. Pretty sure Keith Gretzky can find those missing pieces. He has my support. That one comes to us from Andy S. Again, you can text us at 630, 630-630. Um, there was, I want to get for full, uh, oh, here's one. V says, Bob, Koskinen also isn't paid like an elite goaltender. If he's a 9-10 and 9-15 save percentage, he's worth the contract that the owners have signed him at moving forward. This is not true. Okay. Bob, stick to one story here. This guy didn't text his name. Uh, I've listened to you for 10 years saying you're right on the orders, went over to Detroit, get over it. It's the only thing you've ever been right on. And uh, also, right after the Larson trade, you were ragging. He uses the phrase ragging. Do me a favor, listeners. Ragging. Don't use the word ragging, okay? Uh, anyways, uh, this guy who uh, he's going on to say you're all overhaul and goal differential when Larson joined and how Larson was so wonderful. How does that goal differential fit Larson up? You have no idea. Well, actually, if you listen to the show, I, I think you knew two days before the trade happened that uh, somebody may have said on the air that the return on Taylor Hall would not be sexy. Somebody did say that. Does sexy mean not enough? Like I said, and you have no idea. What got said behind closed doors while that was occurring? No idea. And I'm not going to tell you. But I will tell you this. In the first year of the trade, the Edmonton Oilers went from 27th defensively to 8th and from 25th offensively to 8th. They had a pretty good team in 16-17, but they moved some other bodies off that team as well. Lucic's play cratered a bit. I think that's fair. Milan has struggled to be a good offensive player since then. The Oilers traded Everly for Strom. Strom was just starting to find his stride as a third-line center. They flipped him. Uh, I will say, Spec, do you think they salvaged themselves a bit on the uh, Spooner return by getting Gagne in here? Yeah, Gagne's worked here. Yeah. You know, like, I think I think what Oiler fan, I would suspect, wants, certainly as, an, as media observing this team, I'm just happy to look at a trade that they, they might have won. You know, that's all I want to see here. I don't care if it's a big trade, a little trade, a, a fifth for a fourth. Like, give me, win a trade. And New Jersey, by the way, you in know? that first year, went from eighth in the league defensively to, I think, 27th or 28th. But Corey Schneider's game completely fell apart. It had nothing yeah, to do with Taylor. It's a team sport. It's like, a team sport. A and their team offense team. went from 30th to uh, 28th. But guess what? They actually scored fewer goals. Okay. But I mean, we're, anyhow, not, we're not trying to rewrite the Right. The, the fact is, the guy, one guy won the league. what we're doing here? It, no, it was a, it, it was for, a brutal deal. It worked though. for a year, and it then it was a bad deal. trade. It was a bad trade. It was a brutal deal. And it's part of the reason why Peter Shirelli is no longer here. Because it was a brutal deal. And because, right? brutal deal. but they had people in the organization, some of who are no longer here, 
Okay, maybe a guy, local guy, who had some input. They had some people that never saw Hall being an MVP, an all-star, let alone an MVP. That's fine. Did, all right. This is- Trade Hall. Just I'm waiting for the first-round pick that should have come back with him. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Trade Hall for Larson. Get the first-round pick. They didn't get plus-plus back. You know who used to get plus-plus in trades? Mm-hmm. Kevin Lowe. He got plus-plus sure. plus for Pronger. He got five pieces for Pronger. You think maybe Pete Shirelli should have, hey, you know how to... Well, it's a lousy trade. Like, are yeah. we going to relive this trade? Okay. It's a Here's where we're going. People One did of not, the worst in NHL history. People did not think that Hall could get to where he got to as a player. And for the record, just so everybody clearly... For the 293rd time over the last four months, if he goes to free agency, it's incumbent on all 31 teams in the NHL... It's not coming back. ...to yet. take the best run possible. That's and nice. in fact, you may want to jump the queue. Okay. If so, I was Taylor Hall, well, if I, I had to deal with a guy like you every day, I wouldn't come I back. Wouldn't come back. Here. All right. Here's so <laughs> so he needed me. Okay, that guy's gone. Those guys are gone. Here we go. Next up, Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, never say never, spec. Never. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I think it, what's kind of funny is is uh, as we talk about contracts and and things like that. Uh, what did you write when the, when Drysaddle got? How many times have you written since Drysaddle got that eight year contract at eight and a half million dollars per that uh, the Oilers bought the farm on this guy too early? Oh, I never said they bought it too early. I said I would certainly have signed an eight year contract. I have I will admit that I have said they probably paid him a million too much, and that would be wrong. Now, in fact, it's not would be. That is wrong. I thought as did many. But I certainly thought that it was typical of, of Shirelli's dealings. He paid everybody a million too much, right? Gave the goalie a million too much. Gave Chris Russell a million too much. I figured he gave Dry. I did think that he gave Drysaddle a million too much. And Leon Drysaddle has raised his game to a level where 8.5 million, what's he got left? Six years? Yeah. Is, uh, it's already a good number. And if if the level of play stays like this, Bob, this guy, it's kind of funny because the Oilers have one of the worst contracts in the league, not necessarily the only one. Lots of teams have bad contracts, but yep. the Oilers have one of them in Lucic. Pretty soon they're going to have two of the best ones in hockey because Connor McDavid is, you know, is going to be the undisputed best player in the world for several years here, and he's going to be about the eighth or ninth highest paid player. And Drysaddle's going to be making 8.5 right on McDavid's heels. Those are going to be fabulous contracts, which we should point out, Peter Chiarelli signed. Good for you. We're always kicking the guy. Those are going to turn out to be pretty good deals, Bob. Did you see him as a 40 goal scorer? Because I sure hell oh, didn't. No, for sure not. He was a that. I really thought he'd be passing. I thought he could be a 30, 60, 90 guy. That's what I thought he could be. Mm-hmm. Right? He has a chance at 50, 50, and 100. I know. That's to me, cool. and, you know, people cool. say, well, your team's still, guys down in Calgary, your team's still losers. They're not losers because, like, that's just, first of all, let's see how the season plays out. But the point is, nobody saw him being a, a candidate to score 50 goals in a year. Oh, my God. In the last decade, only five different players have done it. Ovechkin five times, Stamkos twice, uh, Crosby, Corey Perry, and I'm missing one guy. Maybe Kane? Patrick Kane, I believe, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, think of those names. Those are all, you know, potential Hall of Fame players, frankly. So the goalie scored in Toronto off, off, off the rush against <laughs> Toronto on the power play where he walked, uh, was it Hainsey? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Okay, he made a play against Columbus where he made the exact same one, walked Zach Wierenski right at the start yeah. of a PK, 
like just blew right past him. Almost did it again last night where he deked through the whole team. And there's now what's happening around the league, what I'm noticing. You know, we, we say, well, Buffalo fans, they know hockey. Like, they're, that's oh, a hockey a, market. Excellent hockey market. There's a nervousness when he's wrapping it up. It's not just McDavid. Right. Like, McDavid's. And so what they have is... What do they have? They got the best. I mean, is it the best one? So that's uh, what I want to know right now. Is it yet the Te- best one-two punch? Texas at six thirty, six thirty. Is Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle the best one-two punch in the NHL? I, I'd be interested to, to, to hear what you say on that. Again, what are they this morning, Bob? Three? Are they three, four in scoring? I think they're third and fifth or third and fourth in the league in scoring. Well, and that's pretty good. If McDavid hadn't missed and the four games, they had wingers. You know, if your friends in Department of Player Safety had ruled as toughly on Corey Perry, My who had... Friends. Oh, they're your friends. They're your drinking buddies on the road. Come on, man. I like the refs. They got nothing if to you're do gonna with sit there and, If you're going to sit there and take shots no, at no. people's perceived relationships, which your uh, information <laughs> is uh, grossly exaggerated, not that I would ever tell you, yeah. but, uh, you know, hey, they're your drinking buds. No, I, w- I will say this. I love one ref. There's one ref in the league I like. Who do you think I like the most? I don't know. Daniel Halloran? Oh, that's my call. He's awesome. He's a good guy. Good rep. I love the I love the prated pause before yeah, he makes... He knows what he's doing. The ruling on the ice! He is. Stands! It's a good goal! Right? Like, he's awesome. He's at awesome. Yeah. 117 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We'll get to more of your texts. We got Jay Woodcroft coming up at 135. Uh, so, all right. So we've established Peter paid guys too much money. No. Wasn't always the easiest guy to deal with. That. On it. We've established that. Player pro, uh, pro player, Pierre Kerbin, wasn't great. You know what? They're- I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Only a 5 or 6 out of 10 for me on the farm system, but they're coming, and it yeah. could get better. We'll discuss that when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, let's get to some quick tests. Uh, out of Wainwright, Alberta, uh, best referee is Wes McCauley. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Yes, that's how he calls it. Uh... You can text us at 630, 630. Uh Jenny says, uh, oh, sorry, out of Calgary, Alberta. But David's third in scoring. Drysaddle's fifth. And he says, Jenny Hockey is between them. I believe they met Johnny Hockey, and there was just a spelling mistake there. Because Johnny Goodrow is a hell of a player. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Bob, potentially sensitive question. I've heard Brian Burke is on the GM list. Would him not 
uh, getting the job affect his appearance schedule on your show? Brian Burke has stated on the record on this show he has no interest in uh, getting back in the saddle. So don't worry about Brian. He'll be fine. Okay. He's, he's loving doing what he's doing. Who wouldn't love working for Sportsnet? Surrounded by such fine people. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. You guys you got a new boss, eh? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. New president. Yeah, I met him over in Germany. Oh, did you? Yo, yeah. You yeah, can text you know. us at 630, 630. Uh, with my friend Daryl and another friend named Daryl. Okay. Uh, thank you, by the way. We had over 125 texts on the Larry, Daryl, Daryl conversation. Mark. Get out of here, really? Yeah, we have three oh pages God. of text on it. It's, it's 50, 50. That's is, insane. Yeah. Well, people people care. They, you know, they're into it. They like it when you're here, Mark. Yeah, they must. Yeah. Good to hear. Though they like Berkey more. Uh, just kidding. Nobody likes Berkey more. Let's call a spade a spade here. Want to bet? <laughs> you can text us at 630, I do. Uh, known you longer. Like him more. Here we go. Um, the farm system. So, again, for austerity uh perspective, uh, you know what? Obviously, the situation was what it was. We had a management change here. But one of the things that started to come... People will say, well, you can't make Keith Gretzky the general manager because he was brought in by Pete Shirelli. And where was he when Shirelli was making these trades as assistant GM? Well, his job was to beef up the farm system and and lead the uh, drafting along with Bob Green. And I don't think we're all the way there yet. I know they've gone 18 and one of the farm in their last 19 games. I'm just going to throw some names at you next year. I see Bouchard starting the season in the minors next year. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. I see yeah. Samarukov. You saw this kid play. I'm going to read you a stat on Samarukov. Okay. In his last seven games, he is a defenseman. He has seven, or sorry, three goals, 14 points in his last seven games, and is plus 19 with Guelph. Wow. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, he's a left shot, right? He's a left shot. Bouchard's a right. Bouchard just had 11-game point streak coming to an end. That what? looks like a future uh, pretty awesome pairing to me. Right. One day. Okay. They've got – so those are two guys that are going to get added to that defense. Okay. Yep. Down on the farm. And then Ryan McLeod, who hasn't had – he's not a goal scorer, but he can skate like the wind. I know yep. Jack Michaels loves him. Yep. Uh, he, he can skate, and he's a playmaker. He's playing in Saginaw right now. He's sort of in a second-line center role there just because they had some established players that loaded yep. up. And then Kirill Maximov's on pace for a 40-goal season this year. And those guys are going to be at – those four players are going they in. They all turn pro. They're all turning pro. They're all going to be in Bakersfield next year. Well, listen, don't speak too soon. The Evan Bouchards of the world have always started in Edmonton, frankly. Well, Dreisaitl played six games at the start of his second year. I don't think he should have. I thought in the preseason he was good enough to be been on the team, but he starts. I just hope that you're right. When you say they're all going to Bakersfield, I hope they all go to Bakersfield. Well, I think there's a distinct Bouchard. Bouchard well, and we'll see with Bouchard because he is also a late birthday. He's a little bit older. Defense. But Joel Persson is coming over from Sweden. And the other thing yeah, is you. About him. Yeah, he's 24 and he's a right shot. He can move it. And Swedish. Okay. He's playing pro hockey over there. And that's a big right. thing. I'm told he's the best defenseman in the Swedish Elite League spec. There are a couple guys down in Bakersfield right now yeah. who might factor on the Oilers next year on defense. Yeah, well, Caleb Jones is ready to play. I think we saw him here, how good he looked playing 14 minutes, and the only thing to my eye that went wrong is he started playing 22 minutes up here, right. and he wasn't able and ready to do that, obviously. But he'll play to me next year for sure. And uh, I won't... Uh, Lagason. I, I was talking to uh, Keith Gretzky, and he's, he gives Lagason an excellent chance of playing here next year. He thinks that he's a 
very close to being ready. I would believe that there is going to be a change in the guard with the Oilers defense. Well, you got him now. Okay, so you got to make room. Yeah. Let's say you bring those two guys up. Let's say you replace They're them. They're both left shots. Okay, let's say you replace them in uh, Bakersfield with Sam Rukov and Bouchard, which is perfect. I have Persson in the mix here, too, next year. Well, Just, I haven't thought much about him, but okay. I he's have. I think he's got a better chance to be on the team to start the year next than year. Than uh, No, than, than Bouchard. Good. Yeah. That's See, what you've got is a proper system now. What you've got is enough NHL-ready guys, yeah. so you don't have to force and the we know, 20-year-old first-year pro in the And I'd be shocked if Clefbaum and, Lur- and, uh, Clefbaum and uh, uh, Darnell Nurse went anywhere, just because... Oh, they're two the, of your good. Guys. They're not even at. Th- I think Clefbaum just played his 300th game. The you know the Dale Talon 300 oh, game rule for defense. If he if he can just stay healthy, and I'm not blaming a guy for t- taking a slap shot off the finger. That happens to yeah. any player. That's not a sign of oh you're injury prone or anything like that. He got a bad break. Yeah, uh, Clefbaum's a good player. Darnell Nurse has turned into an exceptionally good player. Um, so let's say those two guys are there. So now you got Larson. You got Russell. Yeah. Right. Sacra. You got Sekra. Sekra's frankly not going anywhere. I don't think that anyone would trade for has he settled the team? Has he settled oh. the team a bit down on defense, do you think? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I think he has, but I was very, very skeptical that he would reach anywhere close to the level that he's playing. You weren't the only one. Yeah, I did not think for a second that he'd be able to play at this level. He's been relatively good, and, and I, I'll tell you this, if he's this good, there's more there. Like, he's just came back from missing yeah. all that time with all those injuries. And Yanni's only playing him 16 minutes a game, so they're Perfect. not they're not Perfect. bumping him up to 20 no. minutes a game. So, so let's say coming back, coming back next year for sure, you have Clefbaum, you have... Um, Nurse. Nurse, and you got Sekera. That leaves... You know, you probably have Larson. Probably, yep. I would suggest. Now, the only thing there that would be happens inter- is there maybe you dip in and trade for a winger because this team needs top six wingers. And there would be interest in Larson around the league. Yeah, he was plus forty seven three previous years. He's having a tough year yeah, this not year. A great year. He's not. A, but, and I like him a lot, though. He could play for my team. And is Regardless he an, is he an honest guy? He's a guy. Good tough th- hard nosed. He player. just hey, I'm not playing well. Like he's I got to play better. He's the first guy. You have some guys you can't say anything about them within. You know, no, he's not that guy. I like him. I love have him on my team all day. His contract is fine. You got to get over the fact he was traded for Tater Hall. You can't yep. take that back. He's a very popular player in the room. They love him in the room. He plays hard. He's a t- he makes your team harder to play against. All of those things. But I will say this: if the the primary thing here in Edmonton is they need some wingers to go with all these centermen they have, and maybe a little bit different dynamic on the back end, a little bit more puck moving capability on the back. Well, end. so if you bring in, a, yeah, okay, I don't know how these young guys are gonna. Yeah, it's pretty tough to say we're bringing in three young kids, first year NHLers, and we're gonna yeah. go to war with them in our top six. That's a reach, Bob. How about top eight? Yeah, sure, even top seven. Yeah, there so, we go. So, sure. Mark, you were. Uh, this was way too much uh, reason and logic in today's conversation. Yeah, well, I like to bring you back to the rest of the world once in a while, Bob. Oh, I've been brought back on a regular <laughs> basis. Uh, I, I just got this text from uh, Daryl and my other cousin Daryl, and he just said, "Please wish Mark a wonderful rest of the day." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I coming back next Tuesday, Bob? <laughs> Stafford Specter will return next Tuesday. And orders now brought to you our friends by at Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, live racing coming up at Century Mile this spring. We'll have to do some shows out We're there. We gotta go out there. We gotta go out there. Gotta talk to our guy Jeff Robillard. Yeah. He told me to get a new photo for uh, my my Twitter. What do I call that? Your Twitter profile page or whatever. Your avatar. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. That one makes me look thin. 
I might have to stick with it. What did they use? One of those uh, yeah, slumming devices. Did they use one of those uh, midway mirrors? <laughs> it, it was actually a photo from, <laughs> from 19, the 1987. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, off to a uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Thanks, Mark. When we come back, Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, six thirty, Chad.